Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and sometimes, accidentally, in spite of myself, something funny or interesting happens. This is Previously Live. Awesome. Great, 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 great. Uh, hi. Howdy. I just need to, yeah, good to talk to you. Yeah, I love talking. Uh, how to are people. you? I'm doing great. Yeah. All right, we. You should probably you be careful with your uh, with your niceties now, because historically, my yeah. conversations with uh, people of your political disposition don't tend to go very well. Can Can you see me? By the way, am I? I'm just wondering. I turned it on instinctively, but I don't know. I can see you. Do you want me to throw you up on stream? I don't mind. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, right. that's fine. I'll do that then. All right. Cool. All right. So hit me. Up. I did not. I have not yet had the time to watch your video. Give me your criticisms. I'm ready for them. Oh no, no. Yeah, I see. You you would want me to give you my criticism. Unfortunately, the the video I made about you is it's not very useful. It's it's not very kind of conducive to good discussion. Mostly because it's. I mean, your video was about J.K. Rowling, and yep. I don't you know thoroughly endorse J.K. Rowling. My bigger interest is in the wider idea, and like more specifically. You know, the, the reason why I would agree with someone like J.K. Rowling is because I think, what is it that you think queer theory, which is, say, the idea that gender is determined 100% by self-identity, what does that idea explain or, or make clearer about uh, gender and about kind of feminist discourse? How, how does that help have a more robust feminist discourse? I'm not sure if the if it's about having a more robust discourse as it is about mitigating harm and most accurately identifying the way in which people um, engage with gender. Okay, see, that that's interesting. I thought you might say that. See, for me, that's not very helpful because it's basically saying that it's, it's a very utilitarian way of looking at things to say, like, the, the reason why we should believe a certain thing or affirm a certain truth is because it's going to make people happier. And I think that could easily, you, you would surely think, lead to all sorts of uh, potential issues down the line. I don't think where so. somebody can just say, "Oh, that doesn't." But but see, for me, well, the thing I, is, and my... you have to remember, there is no inherent truth of gender. There's no. We didn't discover gender somewhere in a forest. It's a social construct. It is what we make of it. So, in the process of reshaping it to better suit human need, we're doing what social constructs are meant to do. To serve human need there's not some inherent truth value we have to you know respect or dig up okay yeah i get what you're saying so in other words i i would disagree on your definition of what or, or your assessment of what a social construct should do i don't think a social construct is there to um facilitate or oh, sorry to help humans to uh make things nice for humans i think as construct is there to better facilitate and sometimes i do think it's there to help i think it's there to better facilitate dialogue to better facilitate uh, understanding the world, um, and you know, I don't think I don't think it's helpful to take an idea and that is very useful, that is a, a theory or an understanding of a concept, and say, well, we need to change that in order to make other people happier. Yeah, but like, why? Why would? Okay, hold on. So, okay, so uh, wait, okay. wait, so so let's let's back up in this. Okay, hold on. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So. Yeah, no understanding of what gender is right. as we both agree a social construct there's no fundamental truth to understand 
It is only a, a system that we have devised to explain patterns in our world. The extent to which we understand it is contingent upon its perceived existence. If to us, gender is nothing more than a system of self-identification, then if we understand it to be that, our understanding is as significant as any level of understanding could be of a more essentialist view of gender. Right, yeah, okay. Uh, I got saying, but the thing is, I would say, it is, and I understand what you're saying, that basically it doesn't really exist, it's something made up. But I would say that we made it up, and it's, it's really useful for looking at things, most particularly, especially if you're a progressive, I think, looking at the oppression of women and basically understanding feminism. And I would say that the minute that um, you start saying, well, actually, I, right now, could self-identify as a woman, and suddenly I become the subject of feminism, patriarchy becomes something that affects me as a woman, that uh, feminism should focus on my rights as a woman, I think at that point you've then taken away the utility of that construct but this in is, but deconstructing this is the, patriarchy. This is the lie that all TERFs propagate. The idea that the self-identification theory of gender in any way destroys our ability to understand power relations or meaningfully address the experience that assigned female at birth people go through. I've interacted with a lot of trans people in my life. I mean, a lot. I have never met any of them who believe that a cis and a trans person, or cis and a trans woman or man, are identical in every way, or that the experiences of a cis woman in youth are the same as a trans woman's youth. I have never met a person like that. And I have never been in a trans space and not been able to talk about the difference in these experiences. The idea that that we're, we're sanding over distinctions is just not the case. I've never seen this happen. But people like J.K. Rowling will always make this implication, or that outright statement, the idea that we are harming cisgender women, or real women, as some of them might say, by, um, by obfuscating the difference between trans and cis people, which is, I mean, it's silly. We're just saying trans women are women. There's not much else to it. See, yeah, I, I would, I understand where you're coming from. And I mean, you've, you've stated this elsewhere. You've said, and I've, I've heard other people say this, that, you know, black women have a different experience to white women and lesbian women have a different experience to straight women. But I think the fundamental point is that you understand patriarchy as something where men have oppressed women and that this has always taken a similar form of being to a significant extent based on uh, biology. Now, I'm not an essentialist, and I think a lot of gender critical people are not essentialists. I don't believe that it's all 100% about biology. And I think that even uh, things outside of biology can determine gender. But there is, biology has a huge part in it. And, you know, you're, you're saying, well, you know, we can, we can understand um, the struggles of women who also happen to have a, a broadly female biology. Uh, while also understanding that some women have penises. Uh, and certainly I agree you can, but I would argue, is that the best way to understand what patriarchy is in terms of the historic oppression? Like people- Patri you know, I, I think patriarchy affects everyone regardless, regardless of biology. Uh, like patriarchy affects toxic masculinity and the way that straight men experience life. Patriarchy significantly affects gay men. And they aren't oppressed by their biology. They're men. Even the beefiest, hunkiest, big muscle, colossal, beefy, gorilla-dicked gay men are still affected negatively by social conceptions relating to the patriarchy. And nobody, not even TERFs, would go up to these people and say, well, the patriarchy never affected you. Like, no, of course not. Now, there is an element of patriarchal oppression that is rooted in the biological dimorphism between cisgender men and cisgender women. That's definitely the case. But we are not, I mean, that's not being sanded over. 
with the acknowledgement that trans women are still women. And most trans women end up getting subjected to a lot of the same physiological disparities that cisgender women do. If you talk to like a trans woman who's, um, who's been living as a woman for some time, they're going to be a fuckload more nervous about walking alone at night. They're going to be a lot more nervous about spending time around cisgender men because they now recognize that the social systems that would have they then would have participated in as the perpetrator are now systems which affect them. I think you are the one who is being reductive and standing over understanding by ignoring this. Right, okay. Um, I, I'm going to have to kind of just like two things. Well, one, I wouldn't say so. Obviously, yes. Everybody is affected by patriarchy. But I think that it's important to understand the distinctions between how different people are affected. You know, the way I'm affected as a man is not uh, the same as how a woman is affected. And I know you're going to say, well, yeah, sure. But, uh, you know, there's all sorts of differences um, within the category of women and men. However... I think that it's also important to understand that historically, within understanding what patriarchy is, and also understanding how misogynists understand patriarchy, it makes sense to say, to say, okay, well, if you're somebody who generally fits into what would be considered a, a man, and I should clarify, I don't think gender is easy to define in a gender-critical perspective, but I also don't think that just saying, well, it's completely up to self-identity is very helpful either, because the people who actually are oppressing men and women based on different understandings of patriarchy, are doing them in, in very different ways, and they're doing them based on an understanding of gender that is not in line with just self-identity. And I don't think it makes sense to have a completely different sense of gender to the system you're critiquing. I don't, because then I think you're kind of not able to communicate as easily. We can't, in what way can I not communicate? Like, as a person who recognizes that gender is a product of self-identification, what am I missing? Like, what can't I describe? What well, understanding am I lacking in? I'd say there's, that's a good question. I'd say there's loads of things that um, gender critical theory explains better than queer theory. But one thing I'd say it does is I think it makes it easier to understand the oppression of gender non-conforming people. You know, you look at the big focus of um, transgender politics, a huge amount of it is people should be able to go to whichever bathroom is they identify with. People should be able to go to whichever um, abuse shelter is they identify with. But according also to queer theory, somebody being a drag queen, somebody being somebody who dresses up like a woman, or somebody being, you know, a kind of autogynophilic, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to use like meany terms like sissy, somebody who dresses up as a woman for sexual. I mean, autogynophilia is, is is a pretty meany term, considering it's not used anywhere in academia or medicine. I, I know, yeah, I know, I mean, but I, that's the term I know, so that's the only one. But you know, somebody who who gets off on the idea of being perceived as a woman. Um, the, the, but they might not consider themselves to be a woman. They might consider themselves to be a man. And the issue, I would think is, well, hold on a minute, aren't those people just as likely to be subject to um, all sorts of horrible treatment in a, in a man's bathroom or in a man's um, abuse shelter as somebody who considers themselves to identify as a woman? So it seems to me... Yeah, but that, how, how, do uh, I not, how do I not know that? Well, what I'm saying is it seems to me like queer theory muddles, or sorry, muddies um, the understanding and properly kind of how? dealing with the experiences and the the oppression how, of wait, people no, who are gender non-conforming and the reason it the reason it does so is because and again the big focus is on women whether they're trans women or, or cis women should be allowed to go into women's shelters uh because because uh trans women are likely to face all sorts of issues in in a man's shelter or in a man's prison or anywhere else uh, but i would say well hold on a minute what about men who are gender non-conforming, who are in the exact same situation, their issues are bulldozed over in the interest of how, well, it's all how about are they bulldozed being in, over? 
because because of the focus that you have, which is one hundred percent. You're you're perceiving on... the focus. I've talked about all of this before. You're inventing limitations of existing queer theory so you can criticize them for going over certain people. If you sincerely believe that turfs have a greater degree of concern for gender non-conforming people, many of whom will then later go on to be transgender, then queer theory, which has long been a shelter for both academically and literally the concept of gender nonconformity, then I I'm not entirely sure what to say. The idea, the idea that people are oppressed based on various characteristics associated with their gender, it doesn't begin and end with identity. It's very well right to recognize that some people who identify as a man, who are cisgender men, who are still more feminine um, or gender nonconforming, might also be subject to certain patriarchal you know, elements of oppression, but I would never deny that. I mean, that's not a limitation that I have. I think the the focus it puts on, because you look at historically the oppression of these people, you look at where we're coming from, you look at the society that we exist in, that we're criticizing, bigots do not care. And you think about, okay, um, and this is just an example that I, I think of, which I think perfectly encapsulates this. Uh, I was I was an old man. It doesn't matter who the old man is, but I was watching TV with him. And do you, do you know Eddie Azard, the comedian Eddie Azard? I do not. Okay, he's he's a comedian in the UK who performs in in drag, and he is he identifies as a man. He he appears on TV with makeup on, and this this old man, this let's be honest bigot, says ugh, you know, like he's he's disgusted to see a man in drag. Now my point is that the experience of that man of that old bigot, judging that person for being gender nonconforming, is identical whether or not Eddie Izzard identifies as a woman or a trans person. So for me, it doesn't seem useful to take this exact same identical type of bigotry and turn it into two different types of bigotry, depending on the self-identity of the I mean, they're highly related. I mean, they're not exactly the same. They're very related. They're different in how it's experienced by the person being subjected to it. But again, like this isn't a limitation that I have. What you're, and I, this is one of the problems that I have with TERFs, you know? You, you, you poise yourself as somebody who just has legitimate concerns about the limitation of an academic framework, but your belief system leads to the harm and degradation of trans people. You're coming to me from the perspective of a bigot. You're the person who's ignoring essentially the autonomy and the academic consensus with trans people on the, what, the presumption that there is some incredibly specific and esoteric situation in which you perceive there might be limitations to queer theory? In what way uh, exactly, and for what reason, should I not believe that transgender women are women in every such way as a cisgender woman is a woman, or at least no more so far than the difference between a tall woman and a short woman? What are the problems with my theory? What's the problem with my perspective? I think one reason why you shouldn't believe it is because the reason you state for believing it is because you want to mitigate harm, which I don't think is a good reason to affirm something that's, that's true. That's literally why we have social constructs. There's no truth value to pursue. You just have no, they serve truth, human truth, needs. Uh, social contracts don't exist to stop people from being upset. I mean, the reason why we have the social contract of race and the reason why it's very useful for progressives to understand the contract of race and have a very clear understanding of what um, race is beyond just self-identity or anything like that is because it helps us to understand the oppression, both historical and today, of people of color. You know, the reason why we have the contract of gender is because it helps us to understand the oppression, both historical no. and current, of we People have a better are, understanding now of the racial dynamics of the Roman Empire, even though our current understanding of race has nothing to do with that of the Roman Empire. You don't need to preserve oppressive social constructs to continue to understand them. There's no relationship between those two things. What then? Should we keep, should we keep racism? 
Racism is a social construct, and by preserving racism, we preserve and amber the relations between black and white people, making it easier for us to understand the way in which these groups interact with one another. Social constructs exist because people want them to exist, or at the very least because we allow them to exist. But if we're going to change them, we have to recognize we do so with the intent of making life better for people. Isn't that what TERFs are always crowing on about? The expectations of femininity? Why should a woman be expected to wear high heels and makeup and what have you? What is that but not challenging a social construct for the betterment of the people subjected to it? There's the thing is, okay, you're talking about the, the construct as I mean, apart from anything else, like a moral judgment versus a construct as an analytic tool to talk about what the disagreement is over. So racism versus anti-racism is a disagreement over a agreed construct, which is race. And anti-racism is saying, yeah, okay, uh, race exists as a social construct insofar as its effects are real. Uh, a racist is saying, yeah, race exists for, you know, all sorts of shitty reasons. Um, and, and they think that certain races are bad. In a similar way, you know, a, a misogynist is somebody who says, or, or any kind of, uh, you know, gender-based socialist, obviously usually it's going to be a misogynist, is going to say, well, gender exists, uh, and there, there's one gender which is better than the other. And the person who's an egalitarian is going to say, no, uh, gender does exist uh, as a social construct in terms of its effects being real, uh, but there's not one gender that's better than the other. And I don't see how it helps you or helps anyone in any way uh, to then say, well, actually, yeah, you know, this disagreement, but also I have a completely different understanding of gender. And in fact, you can be any, any gender you want uh, based on self-identity. I don't right, see so how... Yeah, but you're arguing you're a transphobe. You're making a prescriptive judgment right now. You're not just saying we need to understand gender because I understand gender just fine. You're arguing that we need to prescriptively assign certain gender roles and expectations to fit with your social preferences. If you're arguing that we need to have an understanding of gender as it exists, then fine, of course I agree with that. I've never had any trouble whatsoever relating to people's gendered experiences. I mean, I went to school for that crap, kind of. Um, but with regards to improving the social construct, you can only do that by challenging the way it exists now. TERFs do this the same way. When they do this, oh, well, we shouldn't have to wear makeup to be a woman. We shouldn't have to wear high heels to be a woman. Woman is not a performance. Woman is whatever. What they're doing is they're challenging an existing social construct and saying that their identity shouldn't be subject to roles and regulations placed in them by society. Everyone wants to change social constructs. You're arguing against the idea of improving society. Uh, I, I think it's actually funny you mentioned prescriptivism because I think that's exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about people wanting to change constructs that say, do this, you should behave this way, this is what you should be like. Um, that's not what gender critical feminists are talking about. Gender critical feminists are talking about the only construct that they're talking about preserving is a construct which doesn't say, do this or act this way. Are trans or, women yeah. women? No. Yeah, and quit dressing up with... Uh your language with academic speak. You're making prescriptive judgments. And it's not a prescriptive I'm not saying like, don't yeah, do this yes. thing. I'm you no, no, you, thing. no, you are. You're prescriptively saying we should identify or we should have a form of gender. We should have a social construct of gender which prevents people from identifying as this or that. You're making a prescriptive judgment. The difference is mine helps people, yours hurts people. Quit dressing this up as though you're trying to just preserve in amber this academic understanding of gender that I am obfuscating with my changed definitions. I understand every conceivable social interaction that a TERF could possibly accuse me of not understanding. My question to you is, how does it make it better? How does it make the world better to say trans women are not women? Uh, well, first of all, I think truth is inherently valuable. 
And I think that having it's a social a, construct, there's no inherent yeah, truth value. Having a, a logical um, understanding, a helpful understanding of a social construct is uh, good for the pursuit of truth. I think having one that makes sense, I don't think it makes sense to have a, a definition of a social construct, which is completely foreign to the people who are an oppressive class, which is completely foreign to the history of that oppression. Again, and right, also, now, right, now you're you're, right now you're just arguing against the idea of changing social constructs. People could have adapted your exact same arguments to keeping black women out of white women's spaces 60 years ago in the US. Everything you're saying right now, well, I'm not against black women, actually. I just think we ought to recognize the fact that there are historical differences and we should respect the logical fact that there are differences between these groups. Everything you're saying right now is just reappropriated language of bigotry that could have been used centuries ago between different groups. So I ask you again, because utility is what I am concerned with and there is no truth value to appeal to here. It's all a matter of analysis. Why? Well, first of all, I think that you're, you're, it's not the same as what you're describing. What would be the most obvious uh, uh, equivalent, and it's funny you bring up race, because what would be the most obvious equivalent is black women and white women are fundamentally, well, sorry, not fundamentally, are, are different in terms of what, um, of what race they should be understood as, and that it's not about self-identity, that a white woman can't just identify as a black woman. What you're describing is instigating certain um, policies based on an understanding of gender and particularly your example of keeping black women and uh white women in separate places or, and of course it could be black men and, and white men just black people in general i'm just advocating you, you, for policies that make the world a better place i can point you, to data to back up all of my what prescriptions you're what you're describing is you're not i'm not saying you're advocating for it. i'm saying what you're describing you're accusing me or you're suggesting that me saying gender exists um and that it matters that we define it in a way that helps us to best understand the historical there is no women, lack of understanding, of but this is the, the lie experience. you keep falling back on. I don't lack any understanding. There is no scenario in which I, as a queer theorist or an intersectional feminist, could not form a decent explanation for or understanding of what's going on. This is the lie you keep falling back on. Why do we preserve bigotry? Well, because it helps us understand. But I understand everything, so you're left with not but a defense of bigotry. So I ask you, why are trans women not women? Why should we not do this thing? Well, because again, it does not help us to, and the thing is, okay, I want to clarify. It helps, tra yes, it helps trans women. Can, it sure as shit you, helps them. You Materially. Can understand, you can understand anything within um, your you know, conception of gender as being entirely based on self-identity. The question is, is it useful uh, in terms of making things simpler, making things clearer. Because as I see it, whoa, whoa, whoa. Simpli theory. Wait, you know what the simplest explanation for black crime in America is? That black people have lower IQs and have the warrior gene. That's the simplest explanation. Pardon me for not deferring to your anti-intellectual uh, uh, desire to just appease the simplest explanation for people who are looking to justify bigotry. I'm yeah, looking to make like, the world a better place. Like the, the idea that trying to make things simple is inherently anti-intellectual is, is stupid. Like obviously, yes, you Deferring shouldn't be- to simplicity is an inherent value as opposed to like justice or like making the world a better place is yes, very silly. But obviously, yes, simplicity should not come in place of uh, things which help us understand the world. But uh, ultimately a simpler explanation is easier. It's one which makes it easier to have discourse. It's one which makes it easier to explain I, things. I don't the fundamental I explain issue things is just fine. Queer, queer theory doesn't explain anything. Wait, There's wait, nothing you, queer all theory this could, all, you could say all this about race realism. 
Why? Because you could do the same. It's much easier to explain that black people and white people are just inherently different, more different. Um, it's very yeah, easy to explain. It's very understandable. When they go up against evidence. That's what and I'm asking we, you. We don't. Wait, we that's don't what. Wait, wait, wait. That's what I'm asking you. Yeah, so, but hold on. First of all, it's more than that. This is not an evidential question. You can't have evidence for what gender should mean. All you can do is look at the facts we have and ask. What explanation best helps us understand this thing? No, 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 with no. Race, wait, wait, stop. Stop realism. deferring to the okay. understanding. Okay. I understand. You. This is the lie. You keep repeating this. Well, I'm lacking something. I'm lacking some moat of understanding because, uh, because I engage in queer theory. You realize my job on this channel is convincing people who disagree with me, right? It is literally my job to understand and disseminate information on these subjects. So your repeated insistence that we should discriminate against millions of people worldwide because it leads to an easier explanation is extremely unconvincing to me. You keep deferring back to this. Why should we uh, do something which leads very heavily to the suicidality of a massive group of people? Why should we contradict the evidence and arguments made by virtually every reputable scientific and academic organization on the planet? Why should we spit in the faces of people who have been fighting for their civil rights for decades? Well, because it's simpler. Oh, it's easier. It's much easier to say, well, gender is your sex, rather than just saying gender is a matter of identity. Like, that's it. Like, that's your entire argument. It's just simpler. Like, it hurts your brain less. You, you need less wrinkles to, to process it. Like, is that it? Uh, well, again, I would clarify. Gender critical theory does not leave you with a simple understanding of gender. You still have a very complicated understanding of gender if you believe in gender critical. However, however, by having queer theory, it becomes needlessly complicated while explaining nothing, which is a bad theory. You know, if you have a theory for why we have the fossil record, and you say, oh, evolution, fine, but... Uh, I've got a way more convoluted theory that, you know, it was put there by the devil because he wanted to play a joke. Well, Fossil records the, the aren't obvious, a social construct. The obvious response somebody's going to have is, yeah, and I'm not saying that the fossil records aren't a social construct. Evolution is a theory to explain the reality of the fossils. There is In no, rea way, there is no feminism, reality of gender. Feminism is a theory that explains the reality of women's persecution, women's, uh, the patriarchy's attitude towards women Of gender relations. And in a similar way, gender is a social construct, which helps us explain the reality of how people have been oppressed based on their gender. And the best way to understand it is to say, okay, you've got women who have been historically oppressed this way, and that's basically It's not just women, it's men. Wait, it's men too. And men, and also, while these people are following to catch women and men, gender non-conforming people, I yes. would say. All yeah. of which is affected by patriarchy. This, You're the one mm. being reductive here. And there I'm, is no I'm, inherent truth to gender. There is an inherent truth to fossil fossil records. You can uh, carbon date. You can figure out this that. You can identify some particular thing about but this. The point that. is, there is yeah, the point is, <laughs> I'm saying that gender is the explanation for the inherent truth. There is an inherent truth to you know, and I don't want to go into this, but what happens is to this, women? This is in, this, wait wait wait. But I understand that. Yeah, and I'm saying that there is an inherent truth. Why I'm saying there's an inherent truth. Stop! To wait wait wait! Stop! Stop! stop. Is gender people. real? Not just a social construct, is gender real in a physical sense? If all of humanity were obliterated in some sort of plague, would gender still exist somewhere in the universe? I, I, I mean, it's a pretty philosophical question. I mean, would, obviously, without humans it, to consider it, would it exist? Uh, no, not really, no. Okay, so there's no inherent truth. There's no fundamental reality that we need to pay respect to. There is only the study of the interactions of different groups of people 
based on their gender and the relationships yes. between gender. And I think that gender which I understand, that a lot better. but you keep saying it does explains it better. But I understand everything you're talking about, yeah, and I can the... explain oppression that you can't. Okay, for trans people. But why can't I explain the oppression of trans people? Okay, what experiences no... does a trans woman have, and in what way do they differ from those of a cis woman? Well, I'd imagine that trans people, well, it depends, obviously, uh, what trans people mean can vary. I'd imagine that if we're talking about what we call kind of the most bona fide trans person, it would be gender dysphoria. You know, the feeling that they shouldn't be a, a man. No, I mean, their they social experiences. Social experience? I mean, I mean you know, obviously, uh, if, if they kind of express their gender in a feminine way, they're going to um, be called all sorts of horrible things. Uh, if they really do believe they should be a woman, then they're going to feel upset when they're not allowed they, into they women's do, spaces. The but, uh, I mean, th there's no issue explaining that. The question is... is and I've had no issue explaining anything that you're talking about. Yeah, uh, the point is that your explanations... Uh, queer theory doesn't help you with your explanations. You keep, wait, you keep saying... Stop, we stop deferring... I can explain. There's nothing that I'm missing. It you keep saying... I'm you not keep saying, saying this you like, can't explain well, it. I'm well, saying then, it doesn't then help you're... you with your explanations. What do you mean it doesn't help me with my explanations? <laughs> What does what that mean? This is the most esoteric. Is the, this is the weaseliest we, argument ever. You're literally standing on an argument that we should oppress millions of people. We should defy academic and social um, uh, 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 prescriptions. We should ignore the medical industry and what they prescribe. We should do things which we know demonstrably and measurably hurt a huge portion of our population because you can you're making some esoteric argument that maybe you don't understand quite as well or it doesn't explain well. I can explain and understand any reality of gender interaction, and I do it through queer theory. So obviously that argument is not very helpful in explaining why we should oppress or contribute to the oppression of such a large group of people. You say you do it through queer theory, but queer theory, it doesn't add anything. It just You don't know what queer theory is. It adds a factor where, for example, uh, somebody who is gender nonconforming, well, what would ordinarily be very easily understood is, well, if they're a man and they act like a woman, then they're going to receive oppression because of that. And that's pretty simple. But by adding this arbitrary idea of, oh, wait, no, if, if they if they really feel like they're a woman, then they're really a woman. That doesn't add anything. It doesn't help anything. Yes, it it does. doesn't make things It simpler. can change the way so, in which they experience their oppression. There's so, a huge difference between being a guy and dressing up as a woman and getting made fun of it and being, well, being a woman and being made fun of for being a trans woman. The way you internalize that oppression is very different. In one case, you're just being made fun of superficially. Ah, you look silly, you're dressed up as a woman. If you're a trans woman, your very identity is being challenged. And that's a very substantive I, difference to the experience of the it's... people receiving it. You're being pretty reductive, my dude. Maybe gender critical theory isn't helping you understand the world as well as you would like to. I think that it's much better to understand the experience of uh, so-called trans women um, in terms of being continuous with the experience of gender non-conforming uh, this is, this, is so, this is so boring for me. Like, you, you have no argument that I have any less explanatory value than you, and you're advocating for ignoring nuance, even though you came to me with the argument that I am the one bullying over nuance. I, I don't think Why I've ever said anything should to advocate for ignoring nuance. we not respect trans people? Stop with this, this, we've gone over this a dozen times now, this, this facile of academic pretense. But so, I mean, the, the problem is you, you want me to say, what? like, oh, I hate trans people. Well, no, 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 I, no, no. I want you to explain to me why your bad arguments should allow millions to be oppressed. I want you to tell me why that's worth it. Well, the sim simple reason is I don't think that the uh, 
social utility of a theory is something that should be considered when talking about like analysis. When you're analyzing patriarchy, when we're talking about the changing that social construct, that's what we do. Yeah, but the difference is, and this is what you seem to not be getting, that gender is a social contract. It, gender says nothing in itself as a social contract. You're doing, you're doing it again. About what a woman should be. You're doing it again. What a matter of Yeah, you are. You're making do. the argument that it should not be a matter of identity. You're making a prescriptive judgment, as am I. I'm just not the one. I'm just not afraid of saying that I am. The difference is, like, uh, the difference is we're talking about a prescriptive judgment in terms of um, how to communicate and how to talk. Like, for example, saying that I don't, uh, this is so fucking race, boring to me. I don't. I don't. Wait, 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 wait. Why should millions thing? of people? Be oppressed. What this sounds to me right now, I imagine from your perspective, is that I'm like triggered and I'm trying to get you to own up. No, but no, you no, really, no, not too, no. You, you really I, are I like disgusting to me. Like you, what it's pretty like plain and obvious, I think, at least to the people in my audience, that you are unwilling to actually own up to the bigotry that you're advocating for. So you're continuing to repeat this pretense of an argument. This, well, it doesn't aid to understanding. First of all, social constructs get changed all the time. Feminists have been advocating for it for centuries now. When Wollstonecraft was arguing what womanhood was and what the relationship between man and woman was 200 years ago, she was arguing for a prescriptive change in the understanding of the social relations between men and women, as is what I am arguing for right now. I stand on the backs of every feminist TERFs lay claim to the accomplishments of. The difference is, I understand what they were trying to do. So please, for the love of God, no more of this, it's inherently bad to try to change social constructs. No more of this, it hurts our understanding because it clearly doesn't. No more of this idea that queer theory doesn't explain gender non-conforming people, somehow. Explain to me why in my in my scale where i measure your heart against that of a feather why your concerns about the academic and explanatory viability of queer theory outweigh real material harm to millions please that's what i am asking you why i don't see any reason why we need to change the definition of gender in order to make people happy i mean first of all there are that's we already been doing that feminists have been doing that for centuries I know it. What you're t see here's the thing, okay? You when you're talking about these feminists doing this thing, you're talking about feminists saying, okay, people believe that gender should uh, prescribe what people do, how people act, how people behave, and that's wrong. But I don't think you can lay any claim to the idea that and these also what were gender is. Also, people gender used to believe the be role of women was just to be barefoot and pregnant. You would pump you're, twelve kids out of them by the time they were thirty, and they thought it was a god-given necessity for them to do so to propagate the um to propagate the kingdom. Our understanding of gender has changed. Not just what should women do, but also what gender is. The issue is, I mean, you keep expressing what gender is in terms of what women were expected to do. I'm saying, like, if you're a man, you can do anything. If you're a woman, you can do anything. I'm not saying that we should uh, focus on how Including an identify as what should you behave. Want. But I don't see, the, the problem is you're acting as if in order for us to be progressive, we need to redefine social constructs in such a way that they no longer had in any- In the formation name. of this country, the United States of America, the only people who were considered full citizens were land-owning white men. The definition of a citizen had race baked into it. And we changed that definition. We didn't just say what a citizen and a non-citizen could do changed. We didn't just say, oh, black people aren't citizens, but you can do this and that. 
We fundamentally changed our understanding of a social construct because it made the world a better place, because it better appealed to our values of liberty, egalitarianism, and fraternity. All right, see, so here's your issue. You are, you are, see, you're describing something where, you know, being a citizen, that matters. Because being a citizen means you are equal. It means you are respected. You're by moving your the goalpost again. No, no, no. You could still have a non citizen government. be equal. Uh uh. You're moving the and, goalpost again. And the again. point is, you're saying, though, I'm not, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, you are talking about something where our understanding of what it means to be a citizen has a very pronounced value attached to it. And just, like so does gender identity value. to trans people. But, no, and so does gender identity to your, trans your people. Your implication, what you're implying is that hey, in some how way many non-citizens killed themselves because they weren't citizens? How many non-citizens in American history killed themselves because they weren't considered citizens? I don't know. Well, do you know how many trans people kill themselves because they feel society doesn't validate their gender identity? Clearly, I, I, it matters. I, I, you can't make I, the I, argument it doesn't matter because the data backs me up on that one. It does matter. We changed funny. the definition of how a social construct because it mattered to people. Right. <laughs> Basically, um, your your whole thing is that you are acting as if it's crazy that I would want to define something in a way that helps to progress discourse and helps to- yeah, No, 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 a, we already, we did this. You're not progressing discourse. Turfs don't progress discourse. They go everything. online and they complain about trans women going into bathrooms. You're not progressing discourse. That's why you aren't in academia. That's why academic discourse of queer theory has completely precluded all of your bullshit ideas. You aren't advancing anything. You're concerned about trans women, okay? So quit backing up to that. We've already gone over that point. And now we address the fundamental argument that you have made. We have never before changed the definition of a social construct. Well, we I, have. I didn't say that. I didn't say we've never changed the definition of social construct. What I'm talking about is you're describing times when society being bigoted attached certain things you could do to a social construct. And your only response to this was to say, well, citizen, imagine, but the citizen, that has a very specific value attached to it. And as, the point is, I would say men the gender and women are the people equal. Who men and women it. are the same. I don't think that, you know... Not, by, to, not by, to people by, who are men or women. You know, a lot of the people in my chat have been calling you she, her because of your androgynous presentation and hair. I don't know if that... I know, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, I don't know if that particularly bothers you, but I know there are a lot of cisgender no. people who wouldn't particularly appreciate being misgendered either. It does matter to people. In fact, I would say most people care more about their gender identity being validated than they care about the right to vote. Whether or not you think that's a good or a bad thing is largely immaterial. Your denunciation of the importance of changing what it means to be a citizen is irrelevant because it, it hinges on the idea that people care more about the bounds of citizenry than they do about their identity. It's not true. So again, why should millions of people be oppressed. Please, please, come on, help me out here. We're talking about people dying. This is a large class of people whose needs are material and real. And all you have to defer to is some, well, it doesn't, the discourse. Um, well, we don't like changing the definition of constructs. We're the radical ones. We just want gender to stay the same as it is. Like, come on. Uh, my, the funny thing about like people saying, um, that I'm a woman or whatever else, is the issue there. It's precisely that. It doesn't help to understand uh, the relationship between genders. So that, in other words, the fact that I have long theory. hair has nothing to... Well, I think queer theory has plenty to say about uh, gender and the relationship between different genders. Yeah, it does. But what does that have to do with queer theory? That was a complete pivot, by the way. So why? Sorry, Millions of people. Lot, why? So. Why? Material harm. Uh, <laughs> this is, you know, I argue it's... with Nazis a lot, and at least they have the gall to explain to me why oppression is just. 
I've never argued with a Nazi and they've just sat there and gone like, well, by preserving the older definitions of race relations, we have a better understanding of the relationship between different groups that have contributed. It's so fucking boring. Like, why can't you just stand by your bigotry? Are you proud of the things that you believe and the things that you do? Are you proud of the logical I, I consequences am, yeah. of your beliefs? Okay, uh, so no, you're okay I'm with proud, hurting I'm not people. proud of the consequences. Uh, what what so, is um, there but the consequences? There's the fact that I feel like I can explain things better than you can. You can. Like what you can you explain me. better than me? I, I can explain the oppression of how in what way gender nonconforming because it's very obvious that the experience of me as a man being um you know misgendered on your chat being attacked because i am in some way uh going outside of you know whoa 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 they're not attacking whoa they're not attacking well, fine, 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 fine. okay fine 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 i, I don't know I, i'm not looking so i don't know but um but you know there's a, a continuous relationship between that me as a man in some way presenting more feminine and uh somebody who is so sure that they want to kind do you, of be do you, wait do you appreciate the supreme do you appreciate the supreme irony of you a turf saying that your theory has more explanatory power than mine because my chat misgendered you can we just if we can take a moment of silence to appreciate the sublime irony of that particular criticism on your end i would uh, I, mean, I would I really it appreciate it because i think the relationship between me being misgendered as a man is uh, continuous with if i were to you know begin to there are women who look like you morpher. yeah there are yeah that's yeah. absolutely true yeah um so what's the issue well, the issue is that it doesn't help to understand we're not, wait, the wait, we're not talking, I, as a man, what have male privilege. What, do, what does that have that to do with woman, anything? Why do you keep that I'm falling woman, back to this? Say, say, saying, uh, you know, people calling me a, a she-her is, um, is insinuating I'm a woman. Obviously, people calling you a she-her is because they don't know what your gender is by looking at you. It has nothing to do with a prescriptive understanding that queer theory would assign to your oppressive experiences. <laughs> what, what experience no, I mean, of yours can I not explain? The people calling me she/her right now. What experiences of yours can I not explain? Uh, well, uh, it's not so much. The thing is, you're, you're individualizing. It, it's holistic. It's what, the point. So what? We, we keep doing this. What can I not explain? You can't explain the obvious fact that uh, the relationship between you know, there is a huge difference between somebody being uh, misgendered because um oh sorry so so a trans woman so-called trans woman being called a a uh man and all that's a completely but being made fun of for presenting as a woman and a gender non-conforming man being made fun of for presenting we, as a woman so wait those two things issue? are very similar whereas by contrast there are similarities example, and differences you're the one bowling over nuance and, and we've literally been and over this on point the complete opposite side of the spectrum you have somebody who looks very authentically like a man we've been who identifies over this as a point. woman and according to you the experience of a uh you you, you are looking at two people one we've been over this who is gender non-conforming who is made fun of being gender non-conforming the other one is a so-called trans woman who is gender non-conforming we've been over gender this. conforming as you would define it who is made fun of being gender non-conforming and then over here is somebody who looks exactly like a man in every single way who also thinks that they're a woman who says we've that done this exact according point. to you these two things are the same more so than these two things which i just think is ridiculous we've done this exact and, point i've addressed this exact argument this I, isn't a good argument I and i know because it. we addressed it I mean, that's I, it. So I that's it. You, that's your so that's your argument for for the suffering of millions of people and denying them the uh, 
the social legitimacy of their chosen identity. It's I that, think the it's that well, if you take a gender non-conforming person and a transgender, well, well, if you have these two people and they both look like men, but they're not really, well, I think your theory explains this a little bit less. I can't explain how it explains it less, but like, come on. You're, yeah, I mean, you're true. kind of a slimy yeah. little weasel. Do you, okay. like, you realize that this entire time I've been trying to talk about the actual material harm done and you refuse to because you know it makes you look bad. Uh, it's, it's not that, it's just that, uh, no, it's But it's I've irrelevant. asked you to, like, it's, it is the most relevant possible thing. It's not, I don't think that how people feel about the way gender is defined is relevant to uh, the definition of gender. When talking about people's you, emotional Social reactions. constructs are changed, are oriented around utility. That's what feminists have been doing for centuries. Again, you, you keep talking about like um, social contract, not in terms of how things are defined, but in terms of like the things people are expected to do. Yes, feminism has changed. An okay, let's of let me go over the most women are perceived in a the strongest way. possible relationship, the, the the best possible criticism. What is race? What's race? Um, well, it's it's a social construct. It's one that broadly um, corresponds to ethnicity. Of course, it's defined in all sorts of ways by all sorts of people. I mean, some people say Jews are like white other people wouldn't uh some people say Slavs, but race is a social construct that is used to kind of categorize people broadly according to ethnicity and okay do you think we culture. should change our understanding of race not just how races are treated but what race is um uh i i think that there's certainly room to change it based on the fact that race has historically been so fluid i don't think we should just throw oh it all out God. i think we i can't believe you would just is. i can't believe you would just say that to me do you have any idea how g fluid gender has been historically <laughs> well I, I am aware that there are you know places in india where they have this idea it's like no, a no, different no, the kind whole of a... world over there have been radically different perceptions of what gender stems from is and means to different cultures and different points in time but even with race our current conception of race social construct as it may be is about 500 okay. years old it stemmed from the perception of scientific racism that dominated the academic space uh, during the transatlantic slave trade to give an empirical explanation for the apparent differences in different types of people. Now, as it turns out, that understanding of race is every bit as stupid and arbitrary as what Socrates thought when he argued that the hot, thin-blooded Middle Easterners contrasted with the thick-blooded Northerners, um, and that was what determined their 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 you know their uh, predilections. The fact that no, okay, it's every bit as explanatory as that. So most reasonable people agree that our uh, medicalized scientific perception of racism is one which actually leads to less understanding, more harm than one if we changed it. I am a racial <laughs> abolitionist. Yeah, well, I mean, that's fine, but you're, you're saying you're a racial abolitionist, uh -huh. but obviously we need to actually get to a point where the effects of race aren't felt. By just saying you're a racial abolitionist and expressing that as if it's something to do with definition. I don't think it should be to do with definitions at all. I think that abolishing race, abolishing gender, yes, we should do these things. It does we do should with do definition. Wait, 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 wait. What do you think abolishing gender would do for trans people? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, abolishing gender, I, I um, would say that some of them, I mean, the things, I don't think there's one kind of monolithic transgender view on it, but I would say in general, it would mean that being transgender wouldn't exist. It wouldn't really be a thing you could do if you abolished. So if gender, there was if there was like... no gender, you realize that there would be people who look like me who would talk and present in ways we typically consider feminine. That would be fine. Okay. Like I, I yeah. Okay. No and there would also be people with um with medical dysphoria 
who would go to doctors and the doctors would do some what-sits with their body to make their body look more the way they're interested in looking. I, I think if uh, we reached a point where gender was genuinely abolished, and I think we're only going to get there by having like a by strong being feminist discourse, by having a strong feminist discourse, you realize you're, you're a gender essentialist. How can I'm you possibly believe your beliefs give greater explanatory value when you're a gender essentialist? You believe that gender and sex are inextricably linked, that a gender identity is predicated on your sexual biology, and now you're arguing that you want gender abolished? Do you have any idea how incongruent your political beliefs are? Uh, well, first of all, being uh, believing two things are incongruently linked. I can't remember what you said. I'm not very smart. Um, the, the, those two things are linked. Doesn't automatically make you an essentialist because it's you're an essentialist. Believe, what makes a person a woman? That gender gender is what makes somebody a woman is a combination of biology, culture, and self-identity. Wait, so what combination of culture and self-identity could make a person the, not a woman right. if they were born with uh, a person? Okay. Yeah, you're you're okay. a weasley little liar, buddy. You know you just think it's gender. Or you just no, think it's no, sex. No, it's just sex, yeah. No, no, no. Okay, well, here's the thing, Kate, because obviously the thing is, gender critical... So how can a person with a penis all, be a woman? It's all biology are, are wrong, because, of course, intersex people exist. Now, the reality is that if you have, say, for example, a hermaphrodite, somebody who has both a penis and a vagina or whatever, um, then some cultures might say that, that that person should be considered a woman. Some culture might say that person should be considered a man. Some culture might say that person What can a person with a penis nothing. do to be a woman? There is nothing, I don't think there is a thing you can do to become a woman. Then biology is, then it's just biology. So I'll do, I'll do, wait, wait, I'll do the corollary. So what can a person with a vagina do to be a man? Uh, again, I don't think it's as simple as So it's biology. You so you're a gender <laughs> essentialist. It's not, no, because it's Dude, not, that's what I'm just saying. come on. Having a, I mean, to be honest, I don't care. Like if you, if you could show that I was a gender, bio, uh, sorry, a biological essentialist, it wouldn't be like, and what I'm just saying as a point of fact, because I care about explaining things. And I know you, that if you I You can't say, be a gender, gender essentialist and want the abolition of gender. by biology. If I say that gender is 100% defined by the biology, then that's going to inhibit my ability to explain things. It's going to inhibit my ability to explain intersex that is, people. That has been your explanation this entire time. Gender is congruent on, or it's contagent on sex. That's been your an argument this entire there time. There is a, a very strong link between gender and biology. I'm not an essentialist because I wouldn't say that, uh, that biology is the only thing 100% of the time. That then then the what else? Gender. What else? Well, again, so in my case, I there is no ambiguity to my biology. Uh, there's obviously some ambiguity to my presentation, but there's no ambiguity to my biology. biology. So I would say culture and uh, self-identity have nothing to do with it. But there are people who, you know, and the thing is, you know, you, you queer theorists do point this out, that there are people who have uh, ambiguous biology. And I would say that in those cases, uh, the have you taken hormone be... tests? Uh, no, I don't know. And maybe do you know maybe what I your testosterone a, level? I know I, what I my testosterone XX, level may... is. Uh, no, no, do you no, know um... for sure? Are you positive? I guarantee See, you I... that if you and I went through a level of tests together, I guarantee you. Hey, listen, maybe you're a man compared to some of the girls that you know. I guarantee you that if you were put up against me, that would that 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 pattern would repeat itself. Um, How do you I'd determine where the line is? Well, where exactly is the line on intersex people? What level of testosterone well, or estrogen? How mu how congruent should the genitalia be? not a biological essentialist. You are because biological essentialism means you have this line, and that's stupid. if you believe no. a person with a penis can't be a woman, and you believe a person with a vagina can't be a man, then biology is essentially and essential to what you believe a person's gender is. 
How can you uh, possibly make the argument that I lack explanatory utility with regards to my understanding of gender when you come here and th these are this is how do I attack this? You're a gender or you're a sexual gender essentialist, but you want gender abolitionism. You think it's okay to oppress millions of people and defy the prescriptions of the medical community because you believe that it gives better explanatory value to experiences. But then I ask you to explain how it does, and you can't. The one example you've given, the incongruity between a man who just presents as a woman and a man who identifies a woman, so a woman, properly, you, you gave that and I answered it. So you don't have a difference in explanation possible, but you with your gender critical theory, actually bowled over and sanded down an existing facet of nuance, which is that a man presenting as a woman and a man who identifies as a woman or a trans woman experience their oppression in different ways internally, which is essential to understanding the multiplicity of the patriarchy. When women are affected by the patriarchy, it's not just how they're treated. A man and a woman both being slut-shamed is not the same. Not just because mm. of their biology, but because of how they perceive it. I can understand that because my theory has a greater explanatory value than yours. I never ever said that um, somebody who has gender dysphoria is not going to experience, uh, you know, being attacked or being gender non-conforming differently to somebody who does not have gender uh, dysphoria. I think there's no reason why gender critical feminism can't explain that. I think, and I would say again, that gender critical feminism explains better the fact that uh, somebody having gender dysphoria who is attacked for presenting as a, as a well, a woman, assuming they're a man, obviously, um, that, um, oh, sorry, assuming, you know, like that, assuming that they are male assigned at birth, uh, somebody with gender dysphoria presenting as a woman is going to experience something much more similar to a man, a genuine man who also presents as a woman, than they are to somebody who is a uh, male assigned at birth, considers themselves a woman, but does nothing in any way to express as a woman. Well, we that person's about, the, the oppression that, that I, person. There was nothing that you have yeah, I'm not saying the thing is, you seem to think it's all about can you understand something? No, you think that. I think social constructs are about utility, and so does everybody else. I've never even <laughs> argued with a turf who made the arguments that you've made before. They make the arguments that the world is a better place if you don't treat trans women as women. You backed off that. You wouldn't even defend that argument. You're just defending this, this, this esoteric concept that there's an explanatory difference, which is, yeah, in addition to being wrong, that... deeply dishonest, because we both know you don't care about explanatory value. You care what about we... your intuitive belief that trans women aren't women, and you... Well, I can't go. I can't extrapolate your views any it, point beyond that. Well, but. intuition is, I think, a, a fantastic benefit that gender critical theory does have. I think that, <laughs> that is. Hey, when, hey, hey, hey! Wait, wait, wait! That is the yeah. perfect way to end this conversation. Oh, okay, I agree. Cool. Intuition is on your side. Thank you. All right. Do you want to shout out your fine, channel? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. It's um. <laughs> All right. Uh <laughs> God, that was such a fucking weaselly little ah. I will I will give credit where credit is due. I will give credit where credit is due. I've never actually argued with a person who immediately retreated on the utility argument and then just made arguments on um and then only made arguments on like the um the explanatory validity of God. It's simpler, so... <laughs> uh, all right, um, let's go over that. Let's go over that. Did I seem frustrated? I was frustrated, that discussion. I'll acknowledge that. I don't know if it was possible to avoid being frustrated. That person was insanely slippery. 
Um, yeah, every single time I was trying to like put, like hold to a point. Yeah, I've I've because I've argued I've argued with with turfs before, and the thing is, I actually sympathize a little bit with um with turfs who argue from utility because there are people out there who legitimately believe that letting trans women into like women's bathrooms hurts those women and those people are wrong but at least it's possible those perspectives come from some you know some legitimate concern that's totally possible um but with this guy do you does anyone ever make a decision on does anyone ever like make a decision on the um on the on the like what prescriptive judgments we should make based on the idea that it is simpler to explain things in a more harmful way that is so strange to me Haven't you debated him before? No, I don't think so. Yeah, that was really weird. At the end, intuition is in our favor. <laughs> I don't know. Um, damn, God, that's so weird. Well, um, let me think. Let me think. Two minute, two minute improvement. Two minute improvement. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I feel like he was just like arguing from feelings the whole time. I feel like that was pretty much all, right? They're probably watching right now. I mean, if if they're watching right now, like, ho like holy fuck, you are so frustrating to talk to. But you have to understand the 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 sublime irony of somebody who calls themselves a radical feminist arguing against changing the meaning of a social construct is that is insane to me. What do you think? What do you think feminists have been doing forever? <laughs> What do you think they've been doing this entire time, you know? Um, I don't know. Really weird. And then I made the citizenship argument, but he was arguing, like, well, people care about being a citizen. Well, bitch, trans women care about being women. I don't know. Um, so weird.